It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. You are Locked On Vikings. Your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team. Every day. Locked on Vikings on the Locked On Podcast Network, episode 292. My name's Sam Ekstrom, joined by Sage Rosenfels. This episode brought to you by mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Use the promo code Locked On, one word, Locked On, at mybookie.ag. AG to get up to a 100% deposit bonus. Sage Rosenfels joining us, the former NFL quarterback, currently with thescore.com and of course Locked On Vikings. And you gave the Vikings a little love, Sage, at thescore.com yesterday. A big feature on Case Keenum. I would highly recommend it to anybody who wants to make the case for Case. It really is a nicely worded piece and explains why, and you've said it on this show before, why Case Keenum might even be the Vikings' best option at this point. Well, yeah, good morning. <clears throat> Excuse me. Good morning to you. And I and I want to start off by, let, let, let's. you must acknowledge that the Vikings are in first place. Uh, we don't get this opportunity all that often, but the Vikings are in first place in the NFC North. And uh, so, yeah, I want to write about, we're really going to this game this weekend. I was initially going to probably write about Aaron Rodgers, uh, but I also had this interesting in Case Keenum. Well, then after the game, you know, there's really no no point in talking about the Aaron Rodgers situation. You know, he's going to be injured for the rest of the year. He's going to have surgery. Uh, so, and, and with Case's victory and a big win, I thought I'd write about him. So he's he's a great story. Uh, he reminds me a little bit of myself. Uh, going to back to my early days in the NFL and working my way up from third-string quarterback, and he was a practice squad quarterback, and he's bounced around a little bit and has played fairly well when he's had his chance, and, and now is you know is sort of on that cusp of being a starting quarterback in the NFL, from a practice squad player to a third-string guy, back to a practice squad, back to third string, back to second string, and he's working his way up. Uh, you know, he's he's done a nice job, you know, so far the Vikings. He's on the best team he's played for. Uh, in his uh, five or six seasons, but uh, he's also made the most of his opportunity. Definitely fascinating how the Vikings are going to go with the quarterback situation. Bridgewater will practice for the first time today, and uh, he will speak to the media tomorrow. So on Friday's show, we should have some Teddy Bridgewater quotes to deliver. Case Keenum will talk today to the media. We'll go from there. Vikings will reconvene at practice at about 1 o'clock. They've got some injuries that we'll want to check up on. Uh, obviously, Nick Easton got hurt a couple weeks ago. Anthony Barr was in concussion protocol as of Monday. We'll see if he's back on the field. Michael Floyd had a calf deal. So there's a few uh, little nicks that the Vikings have. But you know what's important, Sage? And it's a league of attrition. And Mike Zimmer you know, literally knocked on wood during his post-game press conference on Sunday, and he said, you know, thank goodness, with the exception of Dalvin Cook, 
most of our injuries are not season ending. We're going to get these guys back. And when you look around the league with people dropping like flies, big time players, whether it's Watt, Rodgers, Beckham, uh, the Vikings have generally, except for Cook, stayed in, in fairly good shape with injuries. Yes, they have, and, and a lot of times there's a lot of luck involved with winning championships, and, and uh, a lot of that luck is actually injuries, or you know sometimes it's the bounce of the football or a spot, but uh, a lot of times it's injuries, and the Vikings have stayed fairly clean uh, this year. Obviously, Cook's injury, uh, you just sort of wonder, man, what would this offense be like, because he was really just starting to heat up and, and show uh, his value to this offense, and, and you know much needed after you know last year with Adrian not having much of a season. So, uh, you know, that that's water under the bridge at this point. Uh, and that we're, we're marching ahead with the two backs that we have, McKinnon uh, and Murray, uh, who have played fairly well uh, in Cook's absence. Um, so, uh, up, onward and upward. And, uh, again, this defense uh, has, has, has been healthy. It seems like, for the most part, this defense has been fairly healthy the last couple of years, uh, which, which has been nice and, uh, you know, uh, the Case Keenum and this offense is uh, going to have to still rely on this defense, I think, throughout the year to win football games. At the end of the day, it's still a defensive-minded, defensive-fronted uh, you know, football team, and uh, they're going to be the key to this team's success. That's a great point you made about the healthy defense. I'm just thinking back through sort of the current unit they have, and I can't think of a guy of their core 11 who has – missed a season with an injury they griffin has been unbelievably healthy robison joseph um rhodes really has never had a serious injury smith i think he might have broken a bone back like 2013 but i mean recently he's been extremely healthy um bar and kendricks you know they've had little nicks here and there but generally speaking that defense has been really sturdy so while the offense has suffered it seems like myriad injuries over the past couple of years. The defense has been been very healthy. That's a great point. And they've never had to deal with anything like Green Bay dealt with last week when Green Bay had essentially half their starters out, it seemed. Who knows how the Vikings would look in that situation, but uh, Minnesota has stayed very much intact. Speaking of injuries, uh, I hate to bring it up even, but did you see the Gordon Hayward injury last night? I did. I actually saw that live. Um, I was uh, eating dinner in Minneapolis and uh, sitting at the bar watching two things, watching the Yankees game and watching the Cavaliers and Celtics game. And that was a nasty injury. Uh, you know, the only thing I can really say about it is that from what I hear from you know, orthopedics and doctors is that a break to the leg, uh, if healed properly, and they usually do, uh, is much better than some sort of ACL uh, patella tendon, Achilles, you know, tendon, ligament, you know, type damage. You know, bones will heal. Many times they'll actually heal stronger. Uh, I played, I should say, I watched the game. The E.J. Henderson, uh, when he broke his uh, his femur mm-hmm. back in 2009 in Arizona on Sunday night or Monday night football, that was one of the nastiest things I've ever seen. Amazingly, he came back the very next season, not more than, you know, about eight months later, uh, and played for the Vikings and played very well, and I, and I believe was the, the defensive sort of comeback player of the year uh, that that year, at least for the, the Minnesota Vikings. And so, um, bones it was a nasty, nasty break, but a lot of times bones you know, do heal uh, if they heal properly, they'll heal even stronger. And I expect him to come back better than ever. Well, I guess the theme of this episode is sort of injuries because the Vikings are playing the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday, and the Ravens, of all the teams that have 
big-time injury issues, and there's a few of them, the Ravens might have the worst situation of, of any. I'm counting 14 players on their injured reserve, and then an additional four players that they've deemed out, and then an additional six players that are questionable. 24 guys that have some kind of injury and most of them out for the season. You know, it's anywhere from uh, Danny Woodhead, your buddy, is out for the year on IR. Kenneth Dixon, their other running back, is on IR. So there's a couple of their top running backs already done. And then you've got a number of offensive linemen. Marshall Yanda, Nico Siragusa, Alex Lewis, uh, Matt Skira. They've just gotten an unbelievable lot in life right now with injuries. And uh, that's probably why they've struggled so much in the past few weeks. They started 2-0 against a couple bad teams in Cincinnati and Cleveland, but they've lost three of four against Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, and most recently, Chicago. So you don't really know what you're going to get with this Baltimore team, but you, you do know that they have some weaknesses thanks to injury. And Joe Flacco is not carrying them the way he once did. Well, they, they always say it's not who you play, it's when they play them. And the, as you said, the Ravens are all beat up right now. You know, let's not overlook the injury of Marshall Yonda. He is a fantastic offensive lineman. He's one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL, in my opinion. Consistent. You know, he went to the University of Iowa. He, he is one heck of a player. Uh, and having him out, it doesn't help. Obviously, having your running backs out doesn't help. Uh, their quarterback, Joe Flacco, I was looking at quarterback ratings yesterday. He is somewhere like around like the 35th or 40th best quarterback in the NFL if you're just taking quarterback rating. Uh, not really pretty there uh, with the Ravens. They don't have great threats uh, at wide receiver. You know, they started off the year hot, won their first two games, and then uh, went, went, to, uh, went to London and just, you know, got destroyed in London, played terrible football. So they're, they're a team that's, you know, they're in that spot where they're, you know, sort of making a decision are we going to be any good or not I think there's that sort of teetering breaking point and my guess is this team is not going to be a team that's uh, playing in January uh, and, and, and into February this year I think this team is on the verge of collapse and uh, this would be a, a big opportunity for the Vikings to, to play this team because if they win this game man they've got Cleveland uh, after that this team could this Vikings could very easily be six and two in the next couple of weeks. Well, we've said it before on this show, and we'll continue to say it. When you're trying to prognosticate or pontificate about football, it's not necessarily who you're betting on. It's where you're betting, and it's got to be mybookie.ag. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for up to a 100% deposit bonus. One word, Locked On. There are a lot of online sportsbooks out there. MyBookie is the only one that gets my stamp of approval. And I only give it because I've personally used it. I've seen what they bring to the table. And they're definitely one of the best in the biz. Because they've been doing it for so many years, they've got this really strong reputation. They do 100% cash bonuses, basically free money for you. Fast payouts. So when you win, you get that cash within two business days. It's really no different than going to Vegas in a glitzy casino. But it's more convenient. You can do it right on your smartphone. Head to mybookie.ag, place your bets, tell them I sent you by using the promo code locked on. Head over there now, get the best odds anywhere. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison here to tell you Geico has more than just great savings, much more. Yes, while Geico could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. 
that's more like it. Furthermore, GEICO has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. The Ravens as a whole have the second fewest yards per game of any team. And last year, Joe Flacco actually set a career high in yards. His first season, over 4,000 yards. And his favorite target was former Viking Mike Wallace, who had his first 1,000-yard season since he was a Pittsburgh Steeler. And he's, again, their leading receiver. But you're right, they don't have much beyond Mike Wallace, who, for whatever reason, just never clicked with Teddy Bridgewater. He's more of a vertical guy. Teddy Bridgewater was more of an east and west guy. Flacco right now, I mean, four touchdowns, eight interceptions. Have you have you watched Flacco at all? And, and what do you think is different from this Flacco to the one that won a Super Bowl within the last five years? Well, the one that won a Super Bowl had a much better team. Let's just start there. I mean, yeah. you, you don't, the quarterback only can do so much. Uh, that, that team, when the Ravens won, it was a very, very good football team. But he was sort of this unflappable quarterback that would just sort of stand there despite the, the, despite the pressure despite what's going on around him and seemed like he always made that throw or, or made that big play and just as, was just this sort of steadfast uh, quarterback that was consistent and, and you know, hasn't gotten hurt and all those things. Well, this team's not as good. Uh, he's not as good. And, and you, hit, you hit it right in the head. Mike Wallace is a north and south vertical wide receiver, and Flacco has always been one of the best quarterbacks when they get throwing the deep ball. So it's not surprising that he's his number one threat. Uh, but the issue is, you, know, you really have to, if you want to be a good offense and stay away from turnovers, you really have to be a very, very good high percentage east-west, you know, thrower, mid-short game, you know, passing. You know, high completion percentage, lower on the interceptions. Uh, the further you throw on the field, the more chance of it being intercepted. Right now, uh, Flacco has the uh, the INT bug. Uh, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully the Vikings are hitting this team at, at just the right time. It seems that way, but of course. This is the NFL. They're going to have to go out and play uh, good football on Sunday, protect the football, play defense, uh, harass them with that defensive line, as they've been doing a lot of these quarterbacks, uh, get some turnovers on defense, and and, and keep uh, playing to that uh, that recipe that's gotten them to four and two. Yeah, it seems like the takeaways have finally started to come from Minnesota. They had a slow start to the season in that regard, but – now they have seven interceptions and one fumble recovery. They are plus two in the take give, which is tied for 10th in the NFL. The Ravens are coached by John Harbaugh, of course, brothers with Jim Harbaugh. Just after observing them for the last decade plus, Sage, I still can't believe that they are brothers. Their the personalities are so different. Jim Harbaugh, it just seems so much more intense maybe maybe a little more erratic a little off the beaten path if you will whereas John seems to sort of a little slower and steadier what do you know about the Harbaugh's do you have any stories that you've heard about them how do you think they are as coaches well I don't I also know I believe it's their brother-in-law was the the old Indiana basketball coach who was a yeller and I can't think of his I can't think of his name off the bat but he was a yeller and a screamer mm-hmm. and uh, so he sort of fits uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh's personality you know I grew up uh, in eastern Iowa a lot of Bears football on during that time so I sort of grew up with the the era of Jim Harbaugh playing for the Chicago Bears playing for Mike Ditka you know I think he I think that might be the big difference you know Jim played for, you know, Mike Dicka um, uh, in the NFL. Uh, I was sort of used to that fire, used to that, 
um, you know, that different approach uh, uh, to football. And, and, and John Harbaugh, as you said, he's, he's way more uh, consistent. Uh, he's, he's way um, uh, less emotional on how he coaches. Uh, it does seem a little different that they're that they're actually brothers. You know, it's like they're raised by the same parents. But uh, they both. It, sh- it does show there's multiple ways of having success, uh, whether it's an NFL coach or a college coach. Sometimes they're yelling, yellers and screamers. Some coaches uh, are are very quiet and more like teachers. You know, Gary Kubiak was more like a teacher, uh, and you know, guys like Belichick are, are hardcore disciplinarians. And I hear Belichick practices. He's yelling and screaming all the time. So. Many ways to skin a cat and multiple ways to get done in the NFL. I always like to make a Thursday night pick with you on Wednesdays. The Chiefs play at the Raiders tomorrow. Chiefs trying to get back on the winning track. Raiders are 2-4, and four, and they're pretty desperate for a win. The Chiefs are favored by three in this game. It is in Oakland. Uh, do you have any instinct on this one? I like uh, I like the Chiefs in this game. I, I despite the fact they lost last week, uh, I think they're a good football team. You know, Le'Veon Bell uh, was just a monster last week, and the part of that's Le'Veon and, and the Steelers' offensive line, and part of that was obviously the Chiefs' defense not being able to stop him. But uh, you know, this Chiefs team is very good. They do a lot of things offensively very well. The Raiders do not have a very good defense. That's been one of their issues, other than the fact that their quarterback Carr got hurt, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Um, but their defense isn't that good, and I see the Chiefs' offense, uh, you know, sort of, you know, tearing them apart. Tyreek Hill uh, is probably going to have a big game. Um, but they've got so many weapons on that offense. I, I love their back, uh, Kareem Hunt, out of Toledo, and uh, I, I think they're, they, I think they're going to win this game by 10 points. I just don't think the Raiders are that good. You know, that they, uh, Carr's not what he was. You can tell he's still a little bit injured. He's not, you know, running around as much as he used to. He's just not 100% in the defense. Is, uh, is just below average. And so I, I, don't, I don't think this Raiders team is that good this year, and, and uh, I think the Chiefs will win this football game. Marshawn Lynch, only 3.7 yards per carry this year. That's not very efficient. And Amari Cooper is their fourth leading receiver. That's surprising. Amari Cooper struck me as the next big thing, a guy who was going to take the league by storm, you know, in the conversation as a top five receiver fourth on the team in receiving yards he's behind Crabtree he's behind Seth Roberts I don't know what's going on there maybe some of it has to do with Derek Carr not being able to to get it exactly where he wants to right now but uh too bad for the Raiders and too bad for Oakland I think a lot of fans assumed this would be a very fond farewell with a great team to kind of send Oakland off in style but unfortunately it doesn't seem like that's the case with the Raiders I will also take the Chiefs to win that game and get their sixth win of the season and stay on top in the AFC. So, Sage, we will talk to you again on Friday. We will make our NFC North picks, and we'll talk about whatever's coming out of Winter Park in the next couple days. Sounds great. Hopefully no, hopefully no injuries in practice. I, I sort of have this good feeling that this Vikings team is about ready to make a de- decent little run here. So, uh, hopefully no injuries in practice, and, and uh, they can get ready for the game uh, all healthy on Sunday. I feel like we have officially jinxed the defense after talking about how healthy the defense has been. Harrison Smith is going to show up with uh, with a bum ankle today or something. We'll find out. Locked on Vikings, Locked on Podcast Network. This episode has been brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Get into the action. MyBookie.ag, where they will match your initial deposit up to 100%. Use the promo code Locked On. Have a good day, everybody.
What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hey, Locked On Minnesota listeners. This is Tony Abbott here to tell you about the brand new Locked On Wild podcast, where my co-host Joe Bully and I break down the Minnesota Wild every single day. How can you listen? Just search for Locked On Wild in your favorite podcast app and subscribe to bring Locked On Wild to your device every day.